Hey, it's Tuesday. The new episode of Two Degrees Hotter is out. It's my favorite Gen Z lifestyle and self-development podcast. I'm on my way over. Let's listen to the latest episode. Hello, everyone. It's the grandma of the podcast speaking to you why because i'm 26 now oh oh 25 that's so true i i have such youthful energy compared to you (laughs) it's so true i've i've lost my youth uh but i'm still here trying to stay relevant for the kids Mm -hmm. uh yeah this is two degrees hotter what's up everyone happy tuesday this week as you may have gathered from the title we are going to do some reflecting on the fact that we're turning 26. So Kylie's already turned 26. True. This past weekend. That is true. I've got about a month left. Actually, exactly a month the day we're recording. Oh, yeah, true. Until I, too, am 26. And so we thought we would reflect on some themes that we want to leave behind and things that we want to avoid in our 26th year, and then also themes that we want to bring into and accomplish in our 26th year. So it's a little... We're doing like 13 themes on either side to equal 26. Yeah. You get it? Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. But so. I, was, I was part of the <laughs> <laughs> So that's the plan. So with that, let's uh, transition into our week in review. I don't have like that much to say this week, but I will say that it is peak New England fall. It is. Like chef's kiss in this mm-hmm. why is there a fly i think i overwatered one of my plants and that's when you get the flies yeah you gotta get the things that you stick in the soil that just like automatically yeah wait or what like, do you mean no the ones that like are sticky mm-hmm. so the bugs go to that and oh it sticks to them. yeah yeah i should get that they're nice yeah i have neem oil that has been effective in the past mm. i just haven't had to whip it out in a while sure anyway um yeah peak new england fall And I kind of feel like last year we missed the peak of fall because we were in Portugal and we were only there for like nine days or something. But like like it was like the prime color nine days. Um, And I just, I love fall. I love fall fashion. I love everything about it. So it's making me happy. Not that I spent any time outside today, but you know. Um, Other than that, we had kind of a funny situation where, first of all, we're subscribers to the ballet. We're patrons yeah. of the arts. Yeah, that's what we're doing in our 26th year. <laughs> Which sounds like really bougie, but it, it exactly. fact saves you a lot of yeah. money. <laughs> Cost effective. So we have like the lowest tier subscription to see Boston Ballet. And it was like 133 with fees back in June. And now we're seeing all five ballets other than the Nutcracker that they're putting on this year. Yeah. So slay. But I had to reschedule my ticket because I had the vid at the time. Yeah. And it was really easy. So that's another pro of this uh, subscription. Like I could very easily rebook to the next Saturday, which I did. And now we have both seen the show. Yeah. It was the fall experience. Not that you can see it now. Sorry. Sorry. It was incredible. (laughs) It was literally mind blowing. Changed my life. Um, Sorry. I haven't been the same ever since. So I just, it's like the exact style that I love, like contemporary ballet, but on point. Yeah. Chef's kiss. Ah, so so good. good. Um, and then other than that, I was just reflecting like fall is always very much the busy season at work. Like there's always a ton of events and like deadlines and it's always just like kind of crazy. But I was thinking about how I feel like I'm handling the busy work season better than I have historically. 
And I don't really know why I haven't like done enough critical thinking to get down to the root cause. It might just be because like our team is bigger now. So it's not like literally all on me like it used to be. Or I just have like other things that I enjoy and like look forward to outside of work. So I'm like, even Mm -hmm. if work's really bad, then like it's, you know, it's not the end of the world kind of thing. But that's pretty much it. I feel like this was very brief. Yeah. You know, over to you. All right. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not going to be brief. (laughs) Uh, Like Anya said, it was my birthday this past weekend. So two weekends ago when you're listening now. Uh, I turned 26 and Zach and I went to the Hudson Valley up in New York. We stayed in Palinville, which is on like the other side of the river from where Hudson is. Um, And yeah, it was a great time. I love it up there. Anya and I went there a couple of, actually for my birthday. Yeah, two years ago. I was thinking it was funny that you like copy pasted the the weekend. I couldn't think of anything else. (laughs) I was like, yeah, we'll do it again. Run it back. Um. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we strolled around downtown Hudson for a little bit. Zach, I'm totally going to put him on blast, but he doesn't listen to the show. Uh, bought an $800 coat. <gasps> I I was not expecting I thought you were going to say that he was like bratty about shopping because that's how Grant no. would be. Like he wouldn't even let me walk around. He would no, have to like find something to do. Loved it. Wow. He, was, he loved it. And it's like. It's a bougie town. In, in my opinion, it is a really cool coat. Never in my wildest dreams would I have picked this coat. What kind of coat? It's like literally sourced from like a small LA designer that had to shut down during COVID. And like their whole thing was making like eclectic styles more wearable. Oh. So it's like. That's that's very interesting. (laughs) I was like, it was one of those moments where I was like, I don't know if this is just like a new piece of the puzzle being unlocked right now. Or if this is a cry for help. (laughs) Um, but it's essentially like a long, like trench coat style, but it's a like blue and red, almost like paisley design. Wow. With like the paisleys being red and the background is meant to almost like mimic like a denim-y look, but it's not a denim jacket. It's a really cool jacket, but my boyfriend works in consulting he wears a patagonia vest regularly i didn't ever think that he would love this and he the so we went back like two or three times to the store Mm -hmm. and kept looking at it and i was like if you really want it like it's your money like if you want it get it he buys it and then spent the whole rest of the day just so so elated he was just talking about it the whole time i'm gonna wear it uh, i'm gonna wear it here i'm gonna hang it up here in my room so it's on display like he was is it like like a kid in a candy store is it like seasonally like what is it a transition? It is a transition. Transition coat? I think he could, he, it's a, the size that he got is like a little bit oversized. So I think he could get away with layering like a sweater under it to bring it into the winter season. Uh, but it's definitely more a fall spring yeah. jacket. But That's I fascinating. And he was like, he, we got into this like whole conversation where he was like, I think fashion like has a functional side and an artistic side. And to me, this is like very artistic and like one of the most beautiful. It was like, I genuinely was like, that's culture. I am so attracted to you right now and I don't know what to do with it. Um, At first I did think it was a cry for help. I was like, if you are having like a a crisis, we don't need to buy any dog coat. We can't talk about it. He was like, I'm really not. I just love it. That's fascinating. The way Grant has never like critically thought about an article of clothing in in his entire life one time. 
It makes sense. <laughs> we talked about this ad nauseum because I was like, I really am so afraid that you're going to wake up tomorrow morning and like have a full mental breakdown because um, it was non-returnable. And, mm. when, and when the guy said of that, course. I almost had to leave the store. I was like, <laughs> I need to take a lap. Um, but, oh, I lost my train of thought. I was thinking, oh, Grant would never uh, care. So a good chunk of his clientele are fashion uh uh brands okay companies so that was also something we talked about where he was like i could easily wear this coat to like see those clients Mm. and like it would up my street cred so much with them and i was like honestly slay do you remember the brand (laughs) yeah i we can cut it out because i don't know if i'm allowed to say it but why not i for like i don't i don't know what accenture's like no, no, no. The the brand of the jacket. Oh, I, was I, like, thought, I, you, sure. I thought you meant who he works with. <laughs> no, I don't remember. It was like a, a boutique designer. Okay, yeah. So I'll have to look it up. But yeah, <laughs> I thought you were like, tell I was us, like, tell no, us no gatekeeping. Right now. <laughs> no, I'm not gatekeeping. I will look it up. If I find it, we can put it in the description. <laughs> but yeah, but anyways, so he did that. And then I bought myself a $40 perfume. So and a tattoo. Oh, that's true. I got a tattoo. Um. She's on the back of my arm. It's a tattoo that I've been wanting for a really long time of a girl hugging a book to her chest. We named her Eloise. Um, and I am, in fact, in love with it. It is my favorite part of my body. Um, is it your favorite tattoo? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hands down. I think it's going to be hard to beat, honestly. Mm. And I love my tattoos. Like, I really do. It's going to be a hard one to beat. Mm-hmm. She's so cute. Um, I will put a picture on Instagram if I remember to, but... I love her. She's so cutie. So yeah, it was a successful birthday weekend. Were you there just one night or two? Two nights. We we drove down Friday and didn't get there until like 8 p.m. So we really just like got to the Airbnb, went to bed. I will say I wouldn't recommend the Airbnb that we stayed in. Mm. It was a tiny home, which at first I was like, that's going to be like so cute and cozy. And, and it was just actually tiny. And it was just actually <laughs> tiny. It had so much potential. Like, I low-key want to message the owner and be like, listen. <laughs> With love and light. Let me send you a Pinterest board. <laughs> it's just something to consider. Because it had, like, the bedding was, like, a bunch of rainbow-colored polka dots. Yeah. And the bathroom had a mirror that had LED lights on the back that did, like, a red, green, and blue, like, mm. swirl. And there was, like... Above the bed was, like, a bungee cord canopy that I think was supposed to be a sitting area, but it wasn't rooting. No. <laughs> it was very interesting. It's giving BDSM. Stop. I didn't even <laughs> once think of that. <laughs> I hate that. It's giving, like, sex swing. <laughs> no. No, no, no. I'm deleting that from my brain. I missed where I was 30 seconds ago before you said that. Um, yeah, they just could have done a better, yeah. there was like painter's tape on the wall. I was like, listen, oh. I don't remember the guy's name that owns it, but if you hit me up, okay, mm-hmm. I have ideas. We can take this to the next level. I do have an Airbnb uh, thing to share. Oh, what? Um, it's funny because this, this girl has come up multiple times and you don't know who she is, but I always keep telling stories about her. They stayed in the same Porto Airbnb as us, like right now. No way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They posted wow. a picture and I messaged and I said, is this an Airbnb in Porto? Because like we, and she, they were like, yeah. And I was like, we 100% stayed there. Wow. Which makes sense because it was a very desirable Airbnb. Like it was right across from the main market and yeah. stuff. So yeah. like, I guess, you know, what, it, fair enough. But oh. I was like, that's so weird. Like exactly a year later. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah. Too bad she isn't staying in the one with uh, 
Adele. Yeah, great guy. Oh, miss him. Adele, if you're listening. <laughs> Please I love refer you. to our episode from one year ago to hear more. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, that's the birthday recap. And now I'm just old and on my own health insurance. Mm-hmm. Boo! I hate it here. That's okay. Luckily, I don't have to navigate that transition because... I've been known on my own health yeah. insurance. I mean, it's not even that difficult of a transition. I just it's said, just mo- more money out of your I paycheck. Please have the health insurance, and they said, "Yeah, for this much out of your paycheck." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Okay." So I don't know actually, because I had like a whole panic attack because apparently you're supposed to enroll by the fifteenth of the month to get coverage for the next month. So I know they say like your health insurance runs out at the end of the month that you turn twenty six in, and so in your mind you're like oh, this is like, I have until the end of the month to figure this out, but you actually do need to figure it out by the 15th of the month or you could have a month where you're not covered. Is that like- what I learned. (laughs) I feel like that might be like a pretty specific to you policy, like your company or your specific insurance. Because I I didn't even, I wasn't even looking up my specific insurance. I was, I started with like a general like- Hmm. I've just never heard the 15th in relation to insurance before. Yeah. So maybe it is a specific to my insurance, but either way- something worth double checking because you don't want to like submit your paperwork on the 17th of the month to find out that you're not going to be insured. (laughs) The way Uh, I would just not leave the house for 30 days. No, I literally, (laughs) I called my parents sobbing, crying. And I was like, what am I supposed to, what, I'm going to break my leg at dance. It's going to be this specific month. Yeah. And what am I supposed to do? Especially because this past month I literally had uh, a concussion. True. So I was like, what do I do? If I get concussed again, just die? (laughs) My mom was like, that's a crazy thing to say. So I hate it here. Yeah. Anyways. All right. We're going to transition into our favorites. I have two affordable skincare finds to share. I guess... First of all, just to level set, I like was really trying to simplify my skincare routine over the last few years. And so I got to a place where I was only using a cleanser and a moisturizer and that Mm -hmm. was it. And I felt like I've been doing that for like probably a year and a half now. And I felt like recently I was noticing like a lot of texture, not even like acne. Like it was like a weird situation where it was just like my skin was bumpy, but there weren't like active breakouts. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. And so I was like, this is annoying. And so I decided I needed to like put a toner back in the mix just for like some more frequent exfoliation. Cause I, obviously that's what I was missing from my routine was like, I just was like never really exfoliating. And so I got the ordinary glycolic acid tonic solution. And I literally feel like it made a difference in like four days. Like I've been using it like a couple weeks and I feel like it's already so much better. So slay. And it's like only $13 or something. Big slice. So I do like that. And then I have like combination skin, I mm-hmm. guess. Same. Two. I got like oily T-zone dry cheeks. Yeah. Same. You know, you know the vibes? I do. Especially in the winter, I'm more so on the dry side. But, um, and then my other skincare favorite, I've only used one time, but it was literally a mind boggling experience. So I wanted to share. It's the Hero Cosmetics, which they're the ones that make like the, they were like the first ones to do the pimple patches, yeah. I feel like. And they make the ones that are like more transparent. Like they're not like little stickers. They're more like to blend in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was ordering those and I noticed that they had like nose strips version of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, that's got to be the most satisfying shit in the whole world because the regular one is so satisfying. And let me tell you, like, I don't know if I should be like repulsed or like, <laughs> grateful like I'm like I had so many emotions this morning when I took that off it was crazy I I recommend and like in theory like it is kind of nose shaped but you could definitely just cut it or like 
you could put it on your chin or like really any yeah. area. Like there's no reason it has to be on your nose necessarily. So it's just kind of like a giant pimple patch in that sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. It reminded me of like when we used to use like the Biore, you know, mm-hmm. nose strips, mm-hmm. but those weren't, those were just for like a little while, right? Like you'd only do it for like 30 minutes yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. These, this one was like overnight. Um, wild. Wow. I want Grant to use it because he like isn't good with skincare. I'm going to be like, literally look at what comes out of your face. Like, (laughs) I need you to see this. Interesting. I am so jealous. I can't use nose patches because my nose piercing. They never stick down nicely. You'd have to take it out. Yeah. Which which you could. I can on my own. I have like a weird packing. Oh, that's kind of like kind of weird to think about you're stuck with what if you had like an emergency you needed it out for well they you they just need like i need like a tool to like oh like if you had to get an mri or something yeah so i'd have to be like take something that looks like pliers and take my nose piercing huh. and they'd be like okay interesting yeah, yeah i guess i didn't think about that well you could this one you could kind of cut it like yeah i've tried that in the past and it just never it i just always have issues with it sticking down on the right side mm-hmm. of my nose so I will never know the satisfaction. I guess I could do it to just the left side of my nose, but I feel like the right side of my nose also deserves to be, mm-hmm. you know, clear. Imagine you have like just no pores on one side of your nose. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I literally took a picture of the thing. I was like, oh this God. is fucking crazy. Um, my favorite is the perfume that I got while away. I got it at a store called Finch. I don't know. If did we go there? I don't remember. I feel like, yeah. We probably did. Yeah. Um, but it's by the brand West Third brand, which I had never heard of before. And the scent is called Voyage de Tabac. De Tabac? Like tobacco? De Tabac, yeah. Um, wow, I speak French now. Look at you go. <laughs> so it's essentially, I described it to Anya as like a more daytime jazz club by Mason Majerla. Is that how you say it? Mason Majerla? Maison Margiela. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But it's like, it has notes of tobacco, vanilla bean, amber. I think there was like a like boozier note, like some sort of like rum, whiskey type of vibe. But the like initial spray is very like spicy, boozy, super jazz club in my opinion. But it ends up drying down to be a lot like sweeter, more vanilla bean, which I really liked. And that's why I think it's better for daytime because jazz club is just straight like. Yeah, you can't really wear that during the tobacco day. Tobacco and rum and mm-hmm. whiskey. <laughs> um, so yeah, I really like it. It is in eau de toilette. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it doesn't have quite as long of a staying power as like a perfume or an eau de parfum. Mm-hmm. would have uh but i still like it nonetheless and i don't mind when like a daytime scent isn't super long wearing because you're normally out in a bell like you can give it another spritz that's fine with me i it, and especially knowing it's an eau de toilette i'm like that's fine yeah they're like so For much 40 dollars you can do that i was wondering too when i saw that it was only like 40 i think it was like 42 um i was like wow i wonder why so affordable and then i looked it up online and i was like I understand. Well, we learned from our perfume lady. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't see on the box that it said Uh, mm -hmm. um, that it was a toilet. We went to a perfume lady in France and she taught us all sorts of things. I wonder, it was interesting because one of the things she taught us was like, was there like six or eight like kind of top level like scent families? Mm -hmm. I wonder like which one that would fall in. Maybe musk? Definitely musk. Yeah. Slay. Well, hopefully you can link it. I'm sure they... 
at a website. Yeah, I found it online. I actually might get, they have another scent that's called Midnight Cowboy. Which Ooh, that's, I kind of just like for the name. Yeah. It also smelled really good, but. Cowboy like me. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, why is that like kind of vibe? So mm-hmm. I might, I might treat myself to that. It's just manure. <laughs> Literally. All right. We're going to take a quick ad break and then we'll be back to do our 26 themes we're taking and leaving. Mm-hmm. At 25? No. How do I say it? What we're leaving... What we're leaving behind and taking with us into our 26th year. As you all know, we're both trying to work towards our wellness goals this year, and that's why we're excited to introduce Liquid IV as the sponsor of this episode. Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. In just one stick, you can get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out, and on long flights. We actually used Liquid IV when we were traveling in Europe last year, and it definitely helped us recover after some long nights out. Plus, it was super convenient packaging to keep in our suitcases and in our purses throughout the day. My personal favorite flavor is watermelon, but I'm excited to try the new strawberry lemonade flavor too. Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. Liquid IV partners with leading organizations for innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TDH at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code TDH at liquidiv.com. I also realized in the script that you swapped them and I just I had a moment of utter confusion. Well, I figured we could start with the, the bad. Yeah, the start with the bad and end with the good. Yeah. I like, like that was more, you know, more the vibe. Certainly. So yeah, we're going to start with the 13 things we want to leave behind or like avoid in our 26th year, mm-hmm. leave in 25. Yeah. So for me, the first one is I feel like especially in like recent months, and maybe this is just because our walk club has kind of like fallen off, but I feel like I've been very like cooped up inside. Like I haven't really made the time or like had the time during the work day to like get out for walks as much as I used to. And I don't know, like I went home for the weekend and we went to the flea market and I was like, this feels like the longest I've been outside at one time in like months. Wow. I don't know why. So I would like to get leave, yeah, being cooped up in, in 25. Mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't been going on as many walks as I historically have. Well, yeah, because our, our walk club, Anna moved away and our walk and club. And she killed our walk club. <laughs> kind of felt, I don't know why walk club has been less active. I think just because. We both found like other morning workouts that we like. Yeah. Is more so the thing. Yeah. And as the trailblazers of the group. No, yeah. <laughs> Literally everyone in the group chat listening to this episode. <laughs> we're kidding. It's a joke. Um, my first one is the need to plan something during every second of free time that I have slash feeling like I need to do things with other people. I feel um, like we um, reversed this mentality. Like, this used to be very much my mentality, yeah. and you were like, I don't relate. And now it's yours, and I'm like, I don't relate. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I think you've, like, accomplished it. Like, oh, you so are I'm- very neutral. <laughs> I feel like you're pretty neutral about, like, just doing things by yourself and, like, spending time with yourself. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I'm fine alone, but more so the first part, I guess. Like, yeah. I feel like I used to always get, like, anxious that if I didn't have weekend plans, and now I'm like, please. Yeah. In fact, one of my things is, like, do less. Yeah. Well, and I think, honestly, moving to Boston is what made me feel like I needed to have 
plans because I was mm-hmm. like, I'm here. I live here for a reason. Like I want to be taking advantage of doing the things that are available to be here with the people that live here. And so if I'm not doing that every second that I have, I'm wasting my time. And it's like, yes, you should take advantage of where you live and the people that live close to you in that environment. But that doesn't mean that you don't deserve a rot night or Mm -hmm. a rot day. And it also doesn't mean that if there's been something that you want to do that no one, none of your like friends who live close by also want to do that you can't just do it yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I tend to like get like that where I'm like, why would I go to see this exhibit at a museum by myself? Like, let me see if I can find someone. And it's like, or you could just go by yourself yeah like there's no I prefer it sometimes yeah so it's solo date season uh in my 26th year nice yeah on a similar note one thing that I want to leave in year 25 is like over scheduling my weekends I kind of had a weekend like that this past weekend where on Saturday I went to a ballet class and then I had rehearsal and then I went to the ballet by myself huh to our last point. And then <laughs> on Sunday, I went home to visit my parents and it ended up being like all day when I wasn't really expecting that. And so I just had like no time for like any huh, life admin or like relaxing. And I just feel like it didn't set me up for a good week. So yeah. I talked about how like in another episode recently that I want to have like sacred Saturdays or sacred Sundays. Mm-hmm. So I feel yeah. like I need to stick to that more. Yeah, certainly. My next one is falling for every sale there is. I want to leave this behind because if I see a sale, I'm like, I lose money if I don't yeah, girl math. shop this sale. But like, especially being in a recession, things are going on sale all the time. Like you don't need to act on every single sale. I think a great example is Abercrombie. Yeah. Abercrombie has a sale every single weekend. If yeah. you don't buy that one thing, on that specific Saturday, just wait a week. Yeah. And it'll go on sale again. And it might even be a better sale. It also might be a worse sale, but then you have the next weekend that gives you the chance. And that's just one example. I think Abercrombie's a bit more extreme. Like it is pretty crazy that every single weekend they have a sale. I don't understand why anyone would buy anything full price. I would say Old Navy is the same. Yeah, that's a really good point. Old Navy is the same. Uh, But even like, especially moving into like these upcoming months, like, Black Friday's coming up, um, Sephora sales coming up. And yes, like it's great to take that opportunity to like restock on things that you may already be using and loving and need mm-hmm. or like try that thing that you've been wanting to try for a really long time. And now you'll have the opportunity to try it at a little bit of a discount, but you don't need to like act every single sale email that comes into your inbox. Like if you don't need it, if it's not something that you've been wanting and had your eye on and have been hoping that it would go on sale for, yeah, you don't need it. You don't need to buy it. It's going to be okay. Like, don't let, don't let capitalism create like an artificial sense of urgency yeah. behind yeah. like purchases. Exactly. Yeah. My next one is work related, and I feel like I used to be really good about this when I was in school, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, but. When I have like a really big, like overwhelming work project, which like frankly most of mine are at this point, just like the nature of my role, like really big grant applications or things like that. I have I've had this mindset where I'm like, well, let me just do the easy stuff first. Like if it's gonna take less than 10 minutes, let me just like get out of the way and then I'll have the rest of the day to focus on this big thing. Mm-hmm. And then what I do is like burn myself out in the morning doing things that aren't as urgent or important. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then like I, I am left with all this time and the rest of the day, but I have like no brain power left. Yeah. So I think I need to like switch that philosophy and be like, okay, start with the hard thing. Yeah. And then like once you get a good amount done there, you can like switch to some of the less urgent stuff. But I just like, I'm never twiddling my thumbs. Like I'm always doing something, but I feel like I'm not always doing the most important thing at that moment you know yeah I'm like I know I have this deadline but I also would like to organize my inbox yeah right (laughs) exactly I would like to color code my google calendar (laughs) uh my next one is not picking up after myself at the end of the day specifically in my bedroom I have fallen victim I have like a nice little reading chair in my bedroom except for the fact that it isn't a reading chair it's the chair of death it just collects Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, you broke it or something. I got scared. Okay. Okay. Um, We drove to Stoughton for that chair. That's true. No, (laughs) she's still doing well. But she doesn't – I don't sit in her. Okay. All of my clothes that I've tried Mm -hmm. on throughout the week and little bits and bobs that I don't feel like putting away, those live on her. Uh, And that needs to – Stop. Oh, you know what's on her right now? The light bulb for the mushroom. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Damn it. It's going to make zero sense to anyone else. <laughs> um, but anyways, so I need to get better about like an opening and closing shift routine where I just take, set my 20 minute timer, maybe even a 10 minute timer if I'm doing this every day and just pick up after myself so that way I can, you know, use that chair mm-hmm. and put my laundry away in a reasonable amount of time after doing it and be able to step freely on my floors. I actually do a pretty good job of keeping things off my floor because I put it all on the chair. Um, so yeah, that's something I need to work on. We're going to, I'm going to be one of those opening and closing shift girlies. Love that. Yeah. Floor is actually one thing that like me and Grant really disagree on. Like we actually got into like kind of like a pickle with it this weekend. Cause to me, if, if a, Article of clothing is on the floor. To me, that means it's worn. It's dirty. Mm-hmm. Like, it needs to be washed. Yeah. And so if I'm going to go throw stuff in the laundry and I see his jeans on the floor, let me do you an amazing favor. Let me wash them for you. Mm-hmm. Turns out that means he's saving it for the next day. <laughs> huh? Like, mad at me because his jeans are in the dryer? I'm like, since when? That is not... Yeah. That is not where... Yeah, that's not where you save stuff. No, I you feel save like. stuff on the chair. Okay, we need maybe he needs a chair. Maybe he that's what it is. A chair. Yeah, because like if something was on your floor, that would be dirty. Yes, but I don't even. I also just never because I have a hamper, so I just put it in. You would think. The <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, my next one is comparison, and I feel like this. I want to leave it in twenty five, but like I'm really good about comparison I think I don't compare myself too much like especially sometimes I feel like people feel like there's pressure of like um they see a bunch of their colleagues getting like engaged or like buying houses or whatever colleagues I meant peers (laughs) (laughs) peers Uh, and I don't feel pressure in that sense like I'm very much like life stages will happen when they happen I feel comparison to influencers I follow in Europe specifically (laughs) (laughs) and I like I just so I'm so jealous of them. (laughs) And I like, I know that that can be my situation someday and I aspire to make it my situation someday, you know, in the next few years. But just like right now, like I spend too much time watching like Dutch girls pick tulips and ride bicycles. Like I should just, I should appreciate where I I live, you know? Yeah. Fair enough. (laughs) 
my next one is just seasonal depression generally. I feel like, and this is, I say this with all the love of my heart for my dear, dear boyfriend. I feel like last winter was my first time, first winter with a boyfriend. So not only did I have like the winter uglies sort of roam about and with that the seasonal depression but also on top of that the like new relationship uglies the boyfriend effect okay (laughs) have you heard of this that you're like like boyfriend air yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. it's like the boyfriend air and you like you get into a relationship you're going out to eat a lot more you like feel a lot more comfortable I don't know. There's a science to it. The girlies mm-hmm. on TikTok. I just felt, like guys, I felt ugly. Guys get hotter when they date a women. girl. Yeah. And then and girls we get, get uglier. uglier. Yeah. That's that's science, they're honestly. They're taking it away from yeah. us. Anyways. Um I just felt very uh ugly last winter. And I'm trying to not feel ugly because I'm I'm not ugly. I'm very hot and I deserve to feel that way. Uh but sometimes in the winter I forget about it. Well, what came first, the ugly or the seasonal depression? philosophical question for you i think the ugly okay and then it caused the depression yeah okay so if i just am not ugly Mm -hmm. then i'll be happy literally exactly (laughs) i'm done with this i'm like so true yeah (laughs) beauty and money by happiness exactly it's so true um well i was gonna tell you i don't think thinking back to last winter you didn't look significantly different to me but i don't know if that would offend you because if you feel that way <laughs> you're i'm like you're actually like, ugly all the time <laughs> you, you've always been this ugly i don't know where this is coming from i meant it in a positive light but anyway <laughs> i know you mentioned it that'd be funny if you were like i did notice that you got yeah, ugly. actually yeah you you did glow down yeah <laughs> you should avoid that this year yeah. um my next thing i want to leave in 25 i'm just Maybe this is just adulthood, but I feel like I don't have that good of an excuse. I'm just exhausted literally all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, constant bags under my eyes. I can sleep as long as possible and still feel this way. Yeah. So, is there a solution? Vitamins? I don't know. Sleeping habits? I don't know. Yeah. Well, have you uh, also on TikTok, have you seen how, like, just women naturally have a significant dip in their energy between, like, 3 and 5 p.m.? I'm sure. Because it has to do with like our hormones or something. Mm. So that I think is well, that's called unavoidable. Like biohacking, right? Or whatever. Oh, I've heard know. that. Like I've heard like the day as we know it is built off of like the male yes. metabolism and you yes. can like biohack your way into like a more productive life if you can adapt your, I don't know. Like schedule. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. I'm not trying to do that. I just feel like I need to take a vitamin that I'm not or something like that i've started taking a multivitamin i do take a multivitamin and i take magnesium and i take uh iron Mm. but i'm like what else i don't know we'll have to look vitamins that will give me energy yeah they're like caffeine (laughs) (laughs) literally um my next one is dehydration i Used to be the girly that was literally drinking like 120 ounces of water a day without That's fail, me. peeing every hour on the hour, clear as a nice river. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of an example. But, and I'm not dehydrated by any like stretch of the word. Like, I'm easily drinking like anywhere between like 16 and 80 ounces of water every single day. Like, I have roughly three of my 32 ounce awalas every day. But I'm not cranking out water like I used to. Mm-hmm. And I do wonder if that's contributing to 
the ener- like lack of energy and uh, slight ugliness mm. that I feel at times. So I need to get back on my my water game and drinking as much water as humanly possible without getting the water poisoning that killed that one girl. Did you hear about yeah. that? Yeah. Well, that and the type 1 diabetes hyperfixation I'm having right now is Does tough. water have to do with that? Well, one of the symptoms of type oh, 1 diabetes is, is like, yeah, yeah, you're really thirsty. Yeah. I have the opposite <laughs> of that. Diabetes slay. <laughs> um, my next one is kind of similar to what you were saying earlier with the sales is like, impulse purchases and for me it's less when things are on sale it's more when things are on ebay and like feel one of a kind to me which is a little more valid i'll give it to myself however it doesn't mean i need it you know yeah um and just like i always feel like so icky afterwards you know like i feel like it's like a the emotions of like an impulse purchase is like i need it like dopamine and then you buy it you're like okay yay and then like right after you're like why did i do that like i feel so terrible and then it comes in and you're like Okay, cool. I like it. <laughs> like it was worth it. So I'm just like less of that, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's a vicious, vicious cycle. Yeah. Uh, my last one is scrolling first thing in the morning and right before bed. I feel like I say this all of the time and I just haven't fixed it. Uh, and I know that I'm the problem and I'll get there eventually. But I did, I don't remember, maybe it was you that told me this. Or maybe I saw it on a TikTok uh, where it was talking about like wanting to not scroll first thing in the morning and the person said something along the lines of I don't want to observe someone else's life before I've even started oh, mine that day. That wasn't me. And I was like, <laughs> hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. You know, you make a good point. So I'm going to stop doing that eventually maybe. I am good at – I can get in the habit of reading before bed so I'm not scrolling, but it's the first thing in the morning. Yeah, because you don't want to read first thing in the morning. That's, no. like, a lot of focus. And I also don't want to get up right away first yeah. thing in the morning. We're working on it. Maybe you can meditate. Just falls back asleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, my last thing that I want to leave in 25 is I want to challenge myself to only order food once a week, which, like – I feel like people are on like quite a spectrum of like how often they eat out. Like to some people that might be like, okay, like that's still a lot. But like to me, like we have a bad habit because we have Grubhub plus or whatever it is. And so we always order in on Fridays and like it's ever so slowly been creeping in on like Saturdays too. And it's like money and like you don't feel that good after, I don't know. So not counting out, not counting eating out at a restaurant though. Cause like that. For, like, the social aspect yeah. that has its own value. Or, like, if I'm at work and I have to run out, like, that doesn't count. But just, like, purely, like, ordering Grubhub because you don't want to make yeah. dinner kind of thing. I want yeah. to, like, reduce. Yeah. So. Yeah. I do like the – I like the tradition of, like, a once a week. This is yeah. a takeout night. Exactly. That's Fridays. Yeah. That's yeah. allowed. But beyond that, I want to try right. to, like, reduce it as just, like, a matter of convenience, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if I have stuff to make food and I just don't feel like it, like, just get up and do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll order takeout for myself tomorrow. Join in. Come over yeah. on Fridays. Yay! <laughs> uh, so now we're going to move into 13 themes that we want to bring into our 26th year slash like bucket list items, goals that we have. So this is this is the addition section, the positive section of the episode. So I will start very on theme, an abundance mindset and just like reminding myself that like, I have enough time, I have Mm -hmm. enough money, I have enough 
friendship, uh, love, like goals and ambitions, all of that. Just like reminding myself that that's all in my life in excess and it can continue to grow if that's what I want. And just kind of circling, if I had to like choose a word for 26, I think I would pick abundance. abundance. Oh, not that. And it has the word dance in it. Yeah, a bun dance. I think that was um like a studio we competed against at one point. I feel like I remember that. Abundance? Yeah, it was like a bun dance studio. I don't remember that at okay. all. Okay, maybe I maybe I made it up, but I thought that That's was kind a of thing. Slay, though. Yeah, kind of good. <laughs> um, my first one for this category builds off of my last one for the last category, which is I want to learn how to cook specifically like more things that are quick and healthy because I feel like I'm I'm like on two ends of the spectrum. Like it's either like I order out because I don't want to cook anything at all or I'm like, I'm going to make the most elaborate thing ever and I'm going to get all these specific ingredients for it. Like it's like, I don't have the middle ground of like, let me just whip up something like quick and healthy. Like I, that is a gap in my knowledge. Yeah. And I use the excuse of being busy a lot and I am definitely busy. Like I'm out dancing like every night of the week and that's valid, but I know that there are like quick and healthy things that I could learn to whip up and like I can't use the excuse of being busy forever you know yeah my next one is better spending and saving habits so again this is kind of trickling off of the not falling for every sale impulse purchases type of problem um but i have specifically over the last like i'd say two or three months uh have really been in a money is fake and we're all gonna die so i'm Mm -hmm. just gonna buy the thing who cares and like that is the truth, right? Like, that's not wrong. And it's okay to spend your money. Like, I'm not here advocating for the, like, you should feel shame yeah. spending your money. Yeah, like, cutting costs. If you don't have to, if you have the disposable income, treat yourself. However, I would like a car and a house and children who I'm not stressed about paying for if that is where my life goes. So I do want to be, I'm like, I'm having that moment where I'm like, if I do decide when I'm like 32 that I want like a a child, Mm -hmm. I do have to pay for that child. And wouldn't it be nice if 26 year old Kylie had possible future moms, Kylie's back Mm. or like possible homeowner mom, Kylie's back Mm -hmm. or whatever combination of insert into your life there. So, yeah, I'm trying to, like, strike the balance between, yes, save, be smart, while also, like, not being so, like, frugal and rigid with money that I'm not enjoying myself. Yeah, because I feel like we're kind of in a life phase right now where it's, like, we make good money for our lifestyles, you know? Yeah. And it's, like, we don't really have anything that feels we don't have a kid right now that like needs our help. So it's like, we do have like excess income that we can spend on fun stuff. And like, that is a privilege and that is nice. But like, you got to think of like future you too kind of thing. Who will likely be making more, but will have less, but like more people. More commitment. And things will rely on that income. Yeah. Yeah. Like we don't have any dependents, I guess, is the thing right now. And I'll I'll tell you what, I kind of like it, (laughs) but I don't know what... 10 years from now, Kylie is right. going to necessarily like. So we got to gotta look out for her. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see on LinkedIn because I am a 
constant LinkedIn news stan. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the articles was like how daycare costs are at an all-time high. They're insane. And it said it was like the average was like $36,000 a year or something yeah. like that. And I was like, the way the that's literally tuition. minimum wage. Yeah. Like for someone that makes minimum wage, that's their income for the whole year. Yeah. Huh? It's a, it's literally private university college tuition. Yeah. Like, please. Um. My next one is I want to go on another solo trip. I went on like a long weekend thing in August, just like domestically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like maybe I want to go on like a more adventurous one this time. Maybe go go to Copenhagen because like none of my friends want to go with me. I want to go to Copenhagen. <laughs> That's not the truth, Ellen. <laughs> I literally side-eye Kylie. I want to go to Copenhagen so bad and no one wants to go. No, she wanted to go to Copenhagen in March. Yeah, see the Northern Lights. <laughs> In March. Call me in July. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. Another solo trip. I feel like I'll make it yeah. like a yearly thing for myself. Yeah, Why not? Fun. You know. My next one, this is more of a continue to bring it into my 26th year because I actually think yeah. I do a good job. Yeah. Joyful That's movement. Uh, gone are the days of working out because you ate dessert that day or you feel like you had too big of a dinner or any sort of punishment-based Workout, that is a thing of the past. We are working out because we like it, because it's fun, because it brings us joy, because it helps our silly little mental health. Uh, and I feel like I I definitely, what I found keeps me really loving and enjoying workouts is switching it up every so often. Oh. I can, I find myself going through phases. And at first I was like, is that a bad thing that I like don't really find like one thing that I stick with for years and years and years, which I guess like dance is that thing. But I think it's good to switch up your routine. And if it Mm -hmm. keeps – the most important thing is that you're consistently moving. Yeah. If that movement doesn't look the same all the time, I don't think that's a bad thing if it keeps it entertaining for you. Mm -hmm. So this is – if you're like me and you find yourself going through phases, this is me validating that that is still a routine. Mm Mm-hmm. True. Um, On a similar note, my next one is to – Continue my adult ballet journey, especially my more recent adult point journey, mm-hmm. and keep uh, keep documenting it on TikTok. Follow oh, me yeah. if you're interested. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's good content. I make a guest appearance every once in That's a while. That's true. Um, my next one, this one, you can cut out some of it if it sounds too sad. Okay. I was, <laughs> I was like, is this such a major bummer? Uh, but it's... Like creativity and connecting more with my inner child. That's not the sad part. I think that's good. And like, especially as you get older, it's important to like maintain like a sense of, I don't want to say like youth, but like, yeah, youth. Like a youthful love of life Mm -hmm. and like simplicity almost. But I feel like I have recently been in a really creative slump, mainly because I like, Most of the things that I dreamed up for myself as a kid are true for me now. And it's Mm -hmm. almost like I got to a point of like, now what? Mm -hmm. So I like had this like whole thing where I couldn't sleep the other night. When I can't sleep, I always am like, let me like think up a story. Like, yeah, this is so weird that you do this. (laughs) (laughs) This is a thing that people do it. So I was like, I'm going to tell myself a story. And I remember a lot of the times telling myself stories around things that like I really wanted. Like I would tell myself stories about when I moved to Boston. I would tell myself stories. Yeah. Yeah. And so the other night I went to do it and I I could not think of one singular thing, not a single story, not a plot line in sight. Mm. And I just had, I think it 
contributed to me not being able to sleep because I was like, oh, You're like, well, now I can't think I'm of broken. anything. I'm broken. <laughs> so I just had like a moment where I was like, I think I need to like reconnect with the kid in me where, you know, like living in Boston, being in a long-term steady relationship, like having great friends, all of that felt like such big dreams to 13-year-old Kylie that mm-hmm. it's like I need to connect with 13-year-old Kylie and figure You're out like, what look. those big dreams look like for me now. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's okay to dream big. And, you know, you it, life is all about like meeting your goals and then setting new ones. Mm-hmm. And I think I've just been a little bit stuck in the setting mm-hmm. new ones. I need to learn to dream big again. So I don't think that's sad. I think that's a good um, episode idea. Maybe you can dive in more next week. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll see. Maybe we won't, but <laughs> we might have something slightly. Okay. <laughs> um, my next one is to, I guess, kind of continue. I was like looking back at my goals for the year in general, and one of them was to like feel more at peace. Mm-hmm. And like, I just always throughout life, like I'm just like a more type A, like anxious mm-hmm. person. Like I have high blood pressure, you know the vibes. Yeah. And my goal for this year was to get like less stressed out over things that won't that me being stressed out about won't be productive you know what I mean like I always felt like me being stressed was like well someone has to worry someone has to like this has to be productive but it's like you know if something's wrong with your car you sitting there like not sleeping all night because of it isn't going to make something right with your car you know like you can only do what you can do yeah um and while I feel like I still have like a long way to go compared to when I look at like Grant for example like just like the chillest cucumber ever Mm -hmm. but (laughs) I like hate that phrase it's like so fucking weird (laughs) Um, I feel pretty good about my progress. Like, I feel like I don't let things that I, my worry will not influence the outcome of. Like, I, I try not to get as worried because I just remind myself, like, me feeling this way and, like, making myself feel shitty is not changing what the outcome is going to be. Yeah. So why suffer? Like, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, that's a good point. I'm working on that. <laughs> uh, my next one is grace and just showing myself a bit more kindness and compassion actually this is great coming off of that because I am definitely a worrier some may say that I have panic disorder but that's up for (laughs) debate with the doctors um but I get really anxious and stressed and worried and panicked kind of randomly sometimes but also like to your point when there's something wrong that I can't immediately fix in that Mm -hmm. moment that causes me even more stress because I've always been the type that like just wants things fixed as fast as humanly possible uh, so that I don't have to sit in the discomfort. Mm -hmm. But in those moments where I feel really panicked and anxious, on the other side, like coming out of that worry and that panic, once things are resolved, I tend to feel very like embarrassed and mad at myself for feeling worried and there needs to be a middle ground of like yes you should learn to worry less when things are out of your control because to your point worrying isn't going to fix anything you're just going to suffer and also like recognizing that I'm doing my best and I don't need to I don't need to put my self-worth in the way I respond to things out of my control Mm -hmm. while still working on those things. I don't know if that made any sense at all. I'm just trying to be nicer to myself this yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the point. You can work on reacting in a quote unquote better way. Yeah. But you shouldn't be mad at yourself for the way for not being there yet. You yes. know? Yeah, exactly. 
My next one, this is me trying to turn the comparison thing into like more of a positive. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to bring in more like, I guess like daydreaming and like manifestation yeah. for the future. Cause like I do want to live in Europe one day and I think that day will be like in the next few years and I can actually start like doing research of like what I want that to look like, like what country, what language might I have to learn? Like, I don't know, stuff like that. Yeah. So instead of like just sitting there scrolling and being like, "Mm, I want this life being like, okay, how do I actually like take productive steps to Mm -hmm. advance towards it? Even if it's not immediate, you know? Yeah. Uh, some may say you could tell yourself a bedtime story <laughs> of myself. Yeah, it's, is it always about you, or do you? No, make, not okay. necessarily. It's but so it's interesting. a lot of the times, because a lot of the time you're just like tired, so it's easy to think of things that you already yeah. have like, conjured up, and mm-hmm. then like work from there. Yeah, but not all so the time. interesting. What can I say? I'm a storyteller <laughs> at heart. <laughs> uh, my next one is just to travel more. I think this will be on my list for the rest until of your I'm life. Old, yeah, right? literally. Um. But yeah, stay tuned for a potential mm-hmm. European adventure in March that won't be to Copenhagen. I have been. Uh, well, my, my discovery is that there are no direct flights to our ideal destination, which is okay. We'll just have to. Yeah, there's not from Boston. Isn't that crazy? Interesting. In the whole country. There's not one direct flight. Interesting. Yeah, I was shocked to hear. Anyways. Um, we'll work around that. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep you posted. But yeah, hopefully somewhere in March. Yeah. Spring break as adults forever. Yeah. Um, my last one is something I want to continue. I don't know. It's interesting. It's, it's like comfort and like the security that I feel in my relationship. Sappy. But like, I don't, I don't think about it that often Mm -hmm. (laughs) and not in a bad way. Like in a way that it's like, it's so locked down that like, it just doesn't occupy that much like mental room anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, which makes sense because it has been a long time, but like, I don't know, just, like, whenever I do consciously think of, like, wow, it's so cool how, like, infrequently I need to worry about this, I'm, like, cool. Like, yeah. like I never worry, ever. Yeah. Not, like, for years I haven't, like, worried about it, you know? Yeah. And I'm, like, that's nice. I'd like that to continue and maybe be more, like, consciously grateful of it, you know? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Grant listening to this, like, finally. <laughs> Some recognition Some over here. <laughs> um. My last one, complete opposite. I'm like, I'm trying to stay away from my partner in my 2016, but no, I'm kidding. Uh, but it piggybacks off of one of my earlier points, and that's just having more solo dates. Because I think, to your point, there's it's good to feel that comfort and that security in your relationship. And I think that goes to the next level when you also like feel super comfortable doing things away from your partner. Yeah, they go hand and, in hand. Yeah, and I think... I, Zach and I have been together over, a little over a year now. And I think that first year, like you're constantly just like, any see waking moment that we both have together, we need to be doing something together and always seeing each other. And again, to my earlier point, like I would take every available second that I had and be like, well, if he has the same available second, then we got to do something together. And obviously you want to prioritize and spend time with your partner, but you also want to prioritize and spend time with yourself. Cause I think at least in my relationship I think you would agree in yours uh we both value like independence and individuality and want to like maintain that um because I think it just shows I think it's like the next step to like true comfort and security when you feel like you can live life with them and without them and yeah be happy like more alongside yeah but not always like entangled exactly yeah so so, so poetic of me right yeah there. that was pretty good <laughs> I'm not going to lie. 
Well, that's about it. I was thinking about, I was like, am I going to be able to think of anything new when we get to like our setting goals for 2024 episode? Or is it just going to be this again? I'm like, all right, let's run it back. <laughs> let's review, shall we? Uh, maybe we can come up with the, we could do like an anti-goals oh, episode. That's kind that of fun. That could be kind of fun. I mean, we kind of did that today too. Anyways. We'll workshop also. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, what should we make the Spotify question for this one? How old are you? <laughs> no, I'm Please. kidding. Um, I guess, well, it's hard because obviously not, every, not yeah. everyone's a Libra, which is weird. <laughs> um, what's something, whenever your next birthday is, even if, or if you just had a birthday, what tell us something that you want to take into that new year. So if your birthday's not until April, you're getting a head start. Congratulations. But if your birthday was like in September, get to, chop, chop. Get to step in. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But yeah. Something like that. Something Check like it that. out and answer because we like that and that's fun. Yeah. You know what to do? You can follow us on Instagram at Two Degree Totter. You can submit to our anonymous suggestion box. Uh, you can email us. That's true. You can email Sometimes us. we get emails. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Um, you can rate us five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yeah. That would be really nice. And with that, we'll try. Oh, I can't say it. <laughs> the, the worst words. note to end on. <laughs> with that, we'll chat with you guys next Tuesday. Bye. Keep slaying. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>